Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming, and the to-do list just kept growing, and I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm excited to hang out with you today. We are so close to Christmas, you can almost taste it. And today we are going to be talking about the one thing that changed everything forever, Jesus's birth, our Lord and Savior, when he came down from heaven as a baby to save us. He came down from heaven to actually die on a cross for our sins and the sins of the world to give us the gift of eternal life that we could never buy or earn or even dream of having. He gave that to us for free. And that is the true meaning of Christmas. We're going to talk about today, the one thing that changed everything forever. Now I grew up as many people do in a Christian household. And the story of Christmas isn't new to me as it may be to you. But the more that I just ponder the fact that Jesus came down to heaven to save me while I was still a sinner is just incredible. So today we're going to discuss several Bible passages and just kind of look at Christmas, Advent, Yuletide, and what do those mean And we're going to kind of walk through the story of Jesus and his birth and just the amazingness of it. I was listening to a podcast recently where I heard a man by the name of Jamie Winship, W-Y-N-S-H-I-P. He is an incredibly gifted speaker. If you have not heard from him, I highly suggest go checking him out on YouTube. He has just an incredible story and ministry. He was a police captain in DC. And then he actually moved into the CIA and was working in the CIA for a very long time for very many years. But he had said, the problem is that people really don't believe the Bible is true. They read all the Bible stories. We know the Christmas story. Yet so many times we don't believe in our heart that it's true, that this really is really what happened. So I just ask you today to prayerfully consider, take a deep breath and realize that God still does talk to us today and he works miracles. So 
Be still and ask God to speak to your heart today as we kind of walk through the birth of Jesus and the amazingness that Christmas is. So with that, maybe you can turn on some Christmas music later today and grab a warm cup of coffee, sit by the fire or the tree and just be still for a moment and think about the wonder that is Christmas So as we talk through this, I think it's really interesting to note in She Reads Truth, their Advent plan, they kind of walk through the different meanings of Advent and of Christmas tide and Epiphany. And I had read these, but I had never known what they exactly are. So I'm just going to kind of read what they are and when they take place. I think it's just fascinating. So Advent is the season of anticipating and celebration of Jesus's birth, while also anticipating his promised return. The term Advent comes from a Latin word meaning coming or arrival. Now, when is it? It is the four Sundays before Christmas Day through December 24th. Now, that actually started a little bit early because this year, December 24th, lands on a Sunday. So it is the four Sundays before Christmas Day through the 24th. And it's observed with many Christians mark the fourth Sundays during Advent by lighting one candle each Sunday. Now, your church may do this. Ours does it, and we also do this as a family. We mark one candle each Sunday. And the fifth candle, usually it's a white candle, is the candle that you would light on Christmas Eve. The colors of the candles vary between denominations, but many Protestant traditions use three purple or blue candles. Ours are purple. The traditional church colors for Advent and one pink candle, and one white candle. The candles represent the themes of hope, peace, joy, love, and the white candle of the light of Christ. So if you do see an Advent wreath or Advent candles, now maybe you have a little bit of extra knowledge on what those are and what those symbolize. As we said, they symbolize hope, peace, joy, And then the pink one is love. And the white one that you light on Christmas Day is the light of Christ. Now, Christmas tide, what's the difference between Advent and Christmas tide? Christmas tide is a season celebrating the birth of Jesus. And it is December 25th through January 5th. So this is also known as the 12 days of Christmas and Yuletide. So I think that's fascinating because the 12 days of Christmas, I always thought were the first 12 days of the month of December, but they are actually Christmas day through January 5th. They are Christmas tide. Now, Christmas tide is a celebration in this season that revolves around rejoicing and remembering Jesus's birth. Themes of joy, merriment, and goodwill mark Christmas tide. Many Christians give gifts and they go caroling, they attend church services and Christmas nativity plays and enjoy special meals with each other throughout the 12th day celebration. 
I think this is really fun because as I said, oftentimes I get very overwhelmed with Christmas. I don't know if you do too, but there's so much to do and there's so many fun things. It feels overwhelming. So to know that we don't have to do all of our fun celebrating the three weeks, three, four weeks leading up to Christmas really just lightens my heart because it helps me think, oh, if we didn't get in cookie baking or going and walking around and seeing Christmas lights or seeing a play or doing some of the fun traditions that we love to do, maybe we didn't get a chance to watch White Christmas or to sit by the fire or to eat popcorn and watch the movie The Star, that all those things can still happen. And it just brightened my kind of like horizon of, okay, I don't have to get everything done, all the presents wrapped, all the gifts given, all the things done before Christmas. There's a season for these things. And there's a season for Christmas and getting those things wrapped and taken care of. But then there's also a season, as I said, from December 25th through January 5th, which is Christmas tide. And in that sense, we can do all the fun celebrating of Jesus's birth after Christmas. And so it just has always lightened my heart that not everything has to get done beforehand and we can still celebrate and have fun. Because I always felt a little down after Christmas. I don't know if you get let down, kind of Christmas let down after you open everything and everything's done and you're kind of like, okay, now what? And so I love the idea that the celebration doesn't end on the 25th, that we can still celebrate and do fun things. And so we've actually planned in fun things to do between the 25th and January 5th. And so it just makes the season a little extra special and not as crazy and chaotic before Christmas day. Last one I want to talk about the other seasons of the church. So as we talked about, there's three, there's Advent, Christmas tide, and Epiphany. Epiphany comes from the Greek word that means to manifest or to show. It is also known as the Feast of Three Kings, Three Kings Day and Twelfth Night. Epiphany commemorates the arrival of the wise men to Bethlehem, and it is a reminder that Christ's birth is good news for all creation. Now, in case you didn't notice or didn't know, the wise men did not come visit Jesus in the stable. They actually came a lot later to the party to come and visit Jesus. And so that's why I think Epiphany is so important, that it just opens our eyes to the fact that not everything happened as our little major scene often portrays. Also, Jesus was probably born in a cave instead of a stable. If you go to the Middle East, they had caves where they were keeping their animals instead of stables. So he was probably born in a cave versus a stable. I think it's just so incredible of how when we grow up that every nativity scene is always in a stable and we think Jesus was born in a stable. And of course it was a beautiful stable, right? It wasn't covered in poo and animals and all the things, right? So I love just opening our mind to like what it was really like and imagine being there. As we talk about Epiphany, when is it? Epiphany is January 6th. So right after Christmas tide 
at 12 days after Christmas. So some traditions celebrate Epiphany as a season through the Sunday before Ash Wednesday, rather than one day. So I think that's really interesting. It's a season of remembering and thinking about Jesus's birth and celebrating Jesus's birth from January 6th all the way to right before Ash Wednesday, which is right around Easter, or it could be just celebrating those 12 days from January 6th on. How it is observed. While the season is celebrated in different ways across various cultures and religious traditions, it commonly includes singing, attending church services, reciting blessings over homes, giving gifts, and eating special food tied to the feast, such as the Three Kings cake. So I think that's just amazing that the birth of Jesus is kind of this pinnacle, and the church celebrates it as Advent coming all the way up to his birth. If you're looking at kind of a triangle, it's like Advent is like building up to the top of Christmas and Jesus's birth. Christmas tide is coming down of the 12 days after Christmas. And then Epiphany is the 12 days after that, or the season, as we said, until Ash Wednesday. So I just think that's just incredible. I didn't understand all of that for a long period of time. And I love seeing that beautiful overview of just the seasons of the church. So just to jump into our reading just a little, the birth of Christ, I think is just incredible. If you just think about all the little things that happened, that Jesus was born through a virgin, that Mary was visited by an angel, that God just allowed Mary to have a cousin, Elizabeth, that she could go to and connect with and how special that must have been during that culture when Mary would have been stoned probably to death or if she was divorced and that if she had been found to not have been married and had had sex outside of marriage, that would be a stoning issue. So just all the amazingness of that was so, so wrong in their culture, yet that's how God came to the world and how he came to this beautiful world is through the lowliest places, through a virgin, through a stable, through smelly, stinky animals and all the things that God chose to bring the people that he did to see the first visitors, to see Jesus, who is King of Kings. It was shepherds, lowly shepherds and outcasts. And the message that that brings to us that God cares about even the lowly and outcast ones of our society and cares about each one of us so, so much. I just love that. Galatians 4 through 5 talks about when the time had come to completion, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those under the law so that they might receive adoption as sons, that we are adopted as sons because Jesus came and died for us. Just today, I was reading one amazing passage that was just talking about, we have been bought by the blood 
the precious blood of Jesus, not by silver or gold, but by Jesus's blood, which is more costly than anything we could have ever imagined. So I'll just close with this, but first Peter one, 17 through 21. If you appeal to the father who judges impartially, according to each one's work, you are to conduct yourselves in reverence during your time living as strangers. For you know that you were redeemed from your empty way of life inherited from your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of an unblemished and spotless lamb. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in those last times for you. Through him, you believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. How amazing that Jesus came to earth in the form of a baby to save us. He came to that lowly cave with those animals, to Mary and Joseph, to a society that wasn't ready, to outcasts and shepherds and people who were the lowly of lowly. He came to save them and to save us forever by dying on a cross and shedding his precious, precious blood for us. Doing something that we can never do on our own. We can never pay for redemption. The cost of sin is immense and we can never ever pay for our sins. But Jesus knew this. I love our children's Bible. The children's storybook Bible. And in it, it just talks about God's plan, even from the garden where it just talks about his redeeming love story for us. And just this great rescue plan that he wanted to rescue us from sin. And he wanted to rescue us even way back when Adam and Eve sinned, his plan was to rescue us through his son. I pray that this has blessed you and that you're able to just take a minute this Christmas and reflect on the preciousness of this amazing gift of Jesus in his blood and being able to go to heaven is just incredible. May you take time to reflect on this true meaning in God's word and just realize in your heart that it is true, that these stories are true and that God sent a miracle down onto earth on Christmas day in the form of a baby boy, God's own son. This was a day that changed everything forever. It changed all time. It changed everything we ever know. And it changed our future forever. It is my prayer that you would know this deep down in your soul that Jesus came from heaven to earth to save you because he loves you so much. He didn't want to be in heaven without you. Merry Christmas, my friends. I just pray that you would have an incredible Christmas 
and an amazing time with your family. I would love to see pictures. If you want to post any fun holiday pictures on our Facebook community group, Home Management for Working Moms, Organization and Time Management. And I would love to just hang out and see how you celebrate. So post some pictures. Let's have some fun and celebrate Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 